Decks. You guys, it's Z-Man here from Behind the Decks. I'm at Hard Island, which has been a little rainy, but we're plowing through it. I'm joined by the one and only man from Chile himself. It's Sick Dells. Thank you, guys. So thank you for coming on with us. Um, first of all, I'm really curious. How did you get involved with Hard Island in the first place? Um, I know it's a very international group of us here. I'm, I'm American, of course. My co-host behind the camera here is German, and, and you're Chilean. But how did you find out about this incredible event and, and get involved in the first place? Well, actually, it was in um, Intense Festival. Okay. I was uh, chilling around with my friends, and then I was talking with Crisis Era. And yeah. I was like, hey, where, who are the guys from Ahar Island? And he said, like, they are. Yeah. Okay. I want to meet them. So I, I met them, and they were start chatting about, you know, the scene in Chile and stuff like that. And they were like, you know what? We, we would like to have you on our festival. Like, wow. That's impressive. I mean, like, yeah. They just told you straight up. Yeah, we want straight you. up. And yeah. actually, it was the same year. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> it, was like, it was like nearly May, and this happened to, for July. It was like, like two yeah, months. Yeah, it's like it six, like six pretty, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty, yeah. So I was like, yeah, pretty happy with That's it. That's wild. Yeah, and since then, I've, I've been playing every year. So ever since the first one? No, 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 no. Like three, oh, sorry, I misunderstood. This yeah. is the third. Okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's my second, and... Oh, beer for many more years, of course. Um, so I guess what a lot of people probably want to know is we see we see the Chilean fan base in the after movies, of course. We had um, DevCon 1 in Chile for a little bit there. And what, what I guess what do you have to say about the reputation of the Chilean fan base is just, it's, it's like a legend, you know, oh, yeah. to everybody else. They see yeah. the videos and they're like, how the hell is one is one country one part of the world this dedicated? It's You've incredible. seen it from the beginning. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. I mean, I'm, I'm totally blessed to be Chilean at the moment because Chilean people is unique. You know, they're so dedicated. They just follow you. They just everything. Even with the, with the national DJs, you know, like they, yeah. they follow their careers. They always post. You know, like they're super dedicated. I mean, like the Chilean crowd started like back to, to um, I mean, the, the big events around 13. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it started growing, growing, and growing, and in the end, I mean, like, we just didn't realize we had DEF CON with over 16,000 people, mm -hmm. and yeah, I mean, like, I love the crowd, because it's the most interesting and fun people to play with, you know, because yeah. uh, when you're playing, everybody's just jumping all the way. It's not like Netherlands, you know, because they're kind of spoiled a little bit, mm. but in Chile it's different, you know, like, the crowd is so dedicated and so good, I mean, like, right. yeah, I love it. That's, and I can kind of relate because in California we get certain artists who come over and they tell me, they're like, you guys are just insane. And I tell them, well, it's because we don't get the artists all the time. Yeah. So I think that's a huge part of it. It's it's like people are just starving for the music. Yeah. So it comes yeah. and they just go insane because they don't know when they're going to get it again necessarily. Yeah. You know, it's a very fickle thing. And so um, I guess leading on to that point, of course, I mean, many of us, myself included, we were... We were very surprised and saddened to hear about, you know, DEFCON uh, Chile not continuing. And yeah. of course, it's not the only one I know. Kidits Australia is trying to figure out a solution there. Yeah. But um, how would you say, because I've seen there's lots of small events happening that have really, uh, you know, unique lineups and creative lineups yeah. that they're bringing to Chile. But how would you say, like, the uh, Chilean fan base and market has, like, really adapted to this? Well, it's hard. It's been, well, since Kidan since left, it's been really hard for the Chilean scene to to merge again because mm -hmm. they they were like one big group following the big events yeah then they mm -hmm. left and now there's a lot of small promoters mm -hmm. trying to do something 
sometimes it doesn't work as good as you know the big companies you know because it's hard production wise yeah. lineup and everything everything is so expensive you know to cheap the artists to Chile South America so yeah the prices the ticket prices are very high you know and the people sometimes you know yeah Latin America especially Chile mm. uh, the people it's, it's not they, they don't have you know like that access you know often you know right because they struggle about the money so they're always like yeah trying to find if they have two events like near to each other it's like oh which I one am, am i gonna go yeah so they have to choose so it's, it's complicated so mm -hmm. there were a couple of years ago they were like every single month they were like in a band and actually that almost killed the scene almost killed it but wow. nowadays it's, i think it's getting a little bit healthy because yeah. now the events are not happening every single time. So I think now the people is more like getting, you know, reunited and waiting for the big thing yeah. to happen. You know? like, I think we have big news for the next year. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I can't I wait think, for that I to think come we out have for big the fans. Yeah. Uh, I cannot tell more. Of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we have big we, news. We appreciate getting any sort of inside info. That's awesome to hear. Um, and I guess the last big thing I want to talk with you about is um, you have your podcast. Yeah. And um, I'm blanking on the name of it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Viva Hardstyle. Viva Hardstyle, yeah. of course. Yes. Yeah. And, and Viva Hardstyle, um, I feel like that was kind of a, a really big way that not only did you bring light to the Chilean scene, but it's how you kind of raised your profile as an artist as that representative. Yeah, yeah. And so when you, you know, when you go into the, the week by week working on the podcast, uh, or month by month, I should say, month by month. what, um, I guess what what goes into it where you you figure out like hey how do I want to showcase the South American market while also bringing to those South American fans artists and and tracks that they really want to hear yeah well, from around the world yeah it's crazy I mean it's complicated sometimes because uh, in the South American market or American market in general we don't have that many producers to deliver music every month mm -hmm. so I have to recreate and of course mix it with the Dutch. Or yeah. the European DJs, you know. Of course, the main reason, I mean, the main idea of the podcast is just light up, you know, the, the new talents, you know, and just bring yeah. it. Because in the first beginning was like a pod, uh, podcast presented by Qdance, right? Yeah, that's how I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I was like not really into the podcast, and I was like, all right, just do a little pause about it, because was I was like working a lot, a lot of music, so I was like quite busy for it. And now, I'm, well, this year I came back with it, with the new, new image, new branding, and new everything. Actually, it's called New Era. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah I just, I just been out of the loop, so I'm glad I asked. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, but now it's not every month. It's like every two or three months. Okay. Because I, I just want to deliver good music from South American or North American people. You know. Right. I know there's big producers out there. You know, like for example, non toxics from from California, yeah. non toxic, um, yeah, recorder yeah. as well. I've been working with them. I know these so, guys. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? They're great. So there, there is good material out there. So, but I just want to wait until they deliver the right music, so I can just put it on the podcast and just put right. it outside. So, and that's where waiting two, maybe three months, yeah. uh, really pays off because it does take time to make new music, and especially if you're a newcomer. You know, we hear stories about how some of the top top producers in the scene can just like crank out an album in a month, but that's not reality for a lot of people. They they work very demanding day jobs yeah, and they're, you know, they're just trying to get by and the music is is just kind of, um, that's something they, they do on the side because they love it so much. Yeah, and they don't always just, you know, yeah. they just it just takes longer to do things. So. Indeed, um, you know, and 
to get, you know, signed for a record label and everything. You know, everything is so important, you know, like the quality of the music, everything. So, of course, I, I'm trying also to get, um, um, you know, like a master classes for production mm. for Chile people. Yeah. So they can just learn the tips because they have so many doubts about, you know, mixing, layering, uh, EQing and stuff like that. So maybe help them a little bit in that, you know, you know, right. like subject could bring, you know, the, the sound a little bit higher, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Dutch people, all they, they help each other, you know? And actually, I worked with a lot with Ellie, with um, oh, yeah. Tone Shifters, yeah. with Cold Black, with uh, Malte, I've realized. And we've, do we've done great stuff together, you know? And mm. I've learned so much from them, you know? And you're just trying to kind of give back that yeah, knowledge course, now. Yeah, of course. To the Otherwise, child. I mean, it, this is not a me time. It's, it's you know, it's all about the whole thing, you know? Cause right. If, if, if the music goes to one country, they need headliners, you know? It's not only one. They no. need more than one, you know? So it does, I mean, like, for Way me, more, yeah, I yeah. have my friends. I try to help with, you know, I try to help some other people as well. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, hopefully we can grow better, you know, and bigger than South America, yeah. That's great. That's I'm, idea. I, I love hearing that full philosophy because I think a lot of artists, they say, oh, I want to support the scene, but they don't really have an action plan. Yeah, they just, I'm, I'm not trying to accuse artists of having empty words, but it, 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 it is what, you know, a common kind of, uh, you know, calling card is, I wanted to help people, and it's like, well, what are you doing? Yeah. And you're actually, as the saying goes, you know, you're putting your money where your mouth is, and you're actually doing it. That's really cool to, to hear that. So, do you have any last words for the fans, uh, both in Chile and around the world, who well, love your podcast and love your music? Yeah, well, thank you for following. Thank you for supporting my music. For yeah, for all the messages I get on Instagram, it's crazy. I mean, I, I get people from the states. I get people from Mexico. Mexico. I mean, like, whoa, it's growing fast people. there. Yeah, it's growing even, very fast. Even people from China, you know, mm. it's, it's crazy. And yeah, well. Now we have a collab with Malte, a journalist. Yeah. It's called Shabaka, and it's going to be in a label in the United States. This is a big surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So you got to wait for it. So I think it's going to be big. Can't wait. Yeah. I love seeing these collaborations again across yeah. across not only countries, but continents. Yeah. And because now we, we, we just, of, of course, I re I'm releasing, I was releasing in Loose Control Music. Now I switched to I Am Hard Stuff, uh, We Are. Yeah, yeah. And Malta is releasing in Scantrack, but for this collab and specifically, we just wanted to go to America label. Wow. Yeah. So okay. we're gonna do that, and yeah, it's a big surprise. They, yeah, yeah. It it's eliminates it eliminates any of the people who say like, oh, yeah. the tracks don't get released because the labels are whatever. No, I mean like no, 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 no. I mean like you don't have to. Nowadays, labels are important, of course, because of the playlist and everything. It's sport. But the most important thing is like the marketing you put in the track and yes. the music itself, you know? The music is picked by itself. Because they're it. all on Spotify. Yeah. There's, all, there's an equal chance for any of them to get featured in playlists and all yeah. that. Yeah, that's it. You can go from there. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. I thank really appreciate the time brother. again. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no worries. We avoided the rain for now. Yeah. And we'll catch you guys in the next exactly. video.